Have you ever heard of a tweeter called at Mastodon? No. Okay, I just want to make sure it's not a friend of yours. Let's look it up. Let's see who at Mastodon actually is, because Mastodon has a question for us. Just want to make sure it's not a relative, an enemy. If, if it's Here a, we go. If it's about my hygiene, it could be any Mastodon um, lives in Albany, which is very near where I grew up. So his website looks to be Keep Albany Boring, which wouldn't seem to be that hard. And Mastodon says, how... Does one learn to have both extremely fast yet legible handwriting? And the reason this question caught my eyes because this is something I've thought about a bit, and I'm curious before I blather because I'm in danger of blathering on this one. I want to know your thoughts on this. So first of all, how does one learn to have both extremely fast yet legible handwriting? But I would also invite you to consider the question a broader one, James, which is what do you think about handwriting generally? Well, I'm a big fan of just block letters writing as opposed to cursive writing. Yeah, I don't want to... Cursive writing is like always crazy to me. Like I can't ever understand anyone's cursive writing. Can you understand your own? Can you read back your own? No, I can't. And it's it's always and like but but nice printed letters I can understand my own writing. Talk to me about your own childhood writing learning. Well we learned penmanship, which is like cursive writing. Did you but you learned to print first? Yes, because my grandparents didn't know cursive writing as well, so they printed, and I really liked their I handwriting. See. It was very legible to me. And so, but the way to get fast at it is just like anything. Just um, I would open a book and print print it out and and practice. Now, what was your handwriting pretty good? Your block, your printing was it pretty good? Pretty yeah. legible to other people. And, I, and so I write here. Uh, here, I want you to write something for me. I'm I, I write some. ten ideas a day down on a pad. Here, and write, I, you write, a, write down I, a sentence. I want you to write down one sentence now in um, print, and then write a totally different sentence in in what we call cursive or script writing. Okay. That's a nice rhythm to it. You're scratching out there. Okay, I just, I'm printing it. Okay, and now I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I can't even remember if I can curse. Cur- oops, cursive. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's not unrelated. <laughs> okay. Let's see, what we have here. Uh, so in print, it looks like you says, Ash, not what your country can do for you. But okay. I'm going to assume that was ask not. Yes. Yeah? Okay. And, uh, and interestingly, the sentence in cursive is um, the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but e- Even though in my instructions, I said a <laughs> oh, different oh, sentence. That's I was okay. already so, writing. No, no, I didn't no, hear. I'm no, no, sorry. No, no. You're good. You're good. So instruction following, I'm going to give you like a D minus. Well, you kind of regressed me back to like six years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I got really tense. I remember like... <laughs> If I couldn't spell my own last name, the teacher wasn't going to let me out. And my last name, everybody else's last name was Smith, and my last name was Altucher. <laughs> and so I was six years old. I started to cry. I couldn't handwrite my last Maybe name. Maybe you cried because you I was thought you were in bus. some George Orwell movie where everybody else's name is Smith. Because that's pretty weird. So here's my question, though. I got really anxious just now. I, I, I'm sorry to have brought you back there. Are you okay now? Yeah, now You want I'm some okay. water? You want some Poland Spring I'm going to take some water. water, yeah. So here's the question. You said a, a minute ago the way to get better at it is like anything. You just do it a lot and practice, right? Yeah. 
But my question is this. Again, let's go back to the question that was asked today. How does one learn to have both extremely fast yet legible handwriting? So I would posit that no, your answer, as much as I like you and think you're, you give really good answers on, I don't think that is the right answer because if you're, if you're doing... I'm not going to judge you. Well, it's interesting. Another question I wanted to talk to you about later maybe was about judging. So you don't... I'm going to ask you to not judge me now, but I might ask you to judge me later. But what if the task that you're doing that you want to get better at is just not the right task? In other words, if you want to have really good legible handwriting, who's to say that the system that we have of printing the Roman, you know, via Phoenician alphabet is really the right way? So when I saw this I will tell you an answer. All right, tell me an answer. It's because that's what we read. So we're, we're, we're re- we practice a lot reading normal that printed feels, letters. That feels a little bit tautological to me. Well, that's okay. That's what we actually read. That's okay. what you've read all. You haven't read a single piece of cursive writing today, but you've probably read many uh, oh, okay. printed writing. But I'm also not comparing printing to cursive only. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm thinking of introducing a third element, which is shorthand. Okay, that, that's fine. If the world is going to bow down to your wishes and learn shorthand, then sure. I'm not asking the world to bow down, but here's the thing that got me wondering, is why on earth did we all not learn shorthand? Because what shorthand is, there are two types. There's the Greg shorthand and Pittman shorthand. And what they are, they're two different versions of alphabets that are basically super, super, super simplified alphabets. So think about this for a minute. Here we are, pretty modern society, whatever year we're in, 2016, we've been around a while, right? And yet, the alphabet that we still use to write is one where for an A, I have to make a line going down that way, slanting to the left, and a line going down that way to the right, and then a thing across the middle. Then if I want to make an R, I got to make a straight line like that on the same dimension, and then a big kind of half semicircle that joins up midway down that line, and then a weird little line down like that. So like, we know how to do that, but just think about that for a minute. Isn't it weird? that we put so much effort into learning a relatively complicated system of writing when something like shorthand came along, but because it was only taught and used primarily in like a secretarial mode, it remained confined there. But like if I wanted to write... So basically shorthand is, so like, is so like, really, really fast, and it baffles me. So like printed letters are sort of like misogynistic. Oh, you think? Or, well, secretaries the- were women, and you're saying they had a better way of doing it and we decide, eh, let the women do it their way. Where are the bosses? We're going to just keep stick with the printed letters. Either that Thank you. or printed letters are misandristic. They're made because, right? Because women who were primarily all the secretaries were women, they actually got to use the better alphabet. Ugh, is this another QOD, Stephen, where we don't even have an answer? Let's just think it over for a second and then we'll be right back. Today's sponsor is Casper Mattresses, obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchased by going to casper.com slash question and using the code question at checkout. Listen, you spend about a third of your life sleeping, if you're lucky. Let's make sure you're doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days, latex foam and memory foam. So they've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep. Casper also has a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver it straight to you. You can sleep on it for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they'll pick it back up. At a typical mattress store, you only get a few minutes to try out a mattress. And frankly, who wants to lie down on a mattress for a long time at a mattress store? With Casper... You actually get to sleep on it. 
Prices are $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-size mattress. Comparing that to industry averages for this level of quality, that is an outstanding price point. So, get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to Casper, that's C-A-S-P-E-R dot com slash question, Casper dot com slash question, and use the code question at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> It's not like you open the newspaper where everybody gets their news and information about the world and read shorthand. But that's my point. Why didn't we? So here because we Because I have, think it's misogynistic. Well, I think I respect your right to that crap opinion, but I think it's a crap opinion. <laughs> who, 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 just the, what's the demographic of people who write in shorthand historically? Women. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But why on earth? Here, here's my real question based on Mastodon's question of how does one learn to have extremely fast and yet legible handwriting? I would say, A, learn shorthand because it's much faster and presumably much more legible. But to me, it raises a bigger question, which is why on earth do we still use, why did we never get faster at something like handwriting? When, in fact, there was uh, a solution that was invented that would have made us better and faster, but it didn't catch on. I think you can find examples of that throughout life. Right. Like, so VHS versus Betamax. Like, why did we choose what's arguably the worst video format right. for 30 years. Although now that that's been outmoded, that, so, so that argument outmoded. is... Yeah, so, right. so, but, but still we chose it. You Same know. thing with Blu-ray, people say. Or um, why didn't the United States ever convert to metric? Would yeah, been, that is a that is an interesting-ish question. I think there's cultural issues we don't understand. That, that But I think there are bigger issues that you probably know a lot more about than I, well, like path dependence, right? I mean, look at all the different examples of path dependence where you start with something and then because it is the thing that we use, we assume A, that it's optimal and B, it's just a hassle to change it, right? It's a hassle to change, but I think maybe here in this case, we are ignoring a little bit the male versus female thing. Um, And anyway, I'm not drawing a a fixed line in between the groups, but that's just the general demographic of what was happening. To me, it's interesting though, because this has to do with a lot of things, path dependence, habit formation, like, right? We We make a habit, we form a habit, and then A, it's easier to do that because we already know how to do that. But B, because it's our habit, we assume that it's like the good thing to do. And I think that a lot of choices that we make, a lot of systems that we cling to, including the alphabet, which I would argue is suboptimal, are things that we do because it's just what you're used to. But you know, there's a lot of evidence showing that we think that things are better if they're just things that are familiar to us, right? So food or music or political ideas or, frankly, the color of skin of other people. People tend to think that things that they're familiar with are better in quality than the other things that they don't know. And I think you can attribute this in some extent to evolution. So things don't just change overnight. They evolve. Uh, So you're saying... Why didn't we ever switch to shorthand? Well, shorthand was kind of this invention, but we were already doing for a thousand years the Greek and Roman alphabet. By the way, now that's changing too. Like now people tend to write a little bit more in text style. So using the letter U for Y-O-U or letter R for A-R-E. So so language and and writing to some extent is evolving, but evolves slowly like many forms of evolution. But it's still under kind of the laws of evolution where it's just making a leap to shorthand is too big a leap. It's interesting. I would have thought you would have been less defending of the extant practice of handwriting. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you that, hey, it'd be great if we all could read and write faster, but I'm just saying this is probably, there's many reasons. We've just given like three or four reasons why it hasn't happened, and I think they're all probably correct. 
as opposed to everybody suddenly making the, the leap, the evolutionary leap in writing and reading to an invention of the 20th century. Can you think of another similar example of something that you do, you and many, many, many other people do on a regular basis, maybe every day, maybe a hundred times a day, that seems fine, right? That seems absolutely fine and maybe even optimal or optimal-ish, that in fact, if you thought about it for five minutes, is not. Yeah, really. the, day, the days in a month. So why are some months 30 days, others 31, one is 28, except sometimes it's 29? Like that's, we all do it without questioning it, but it doesn't really seem like the best way to keep track of the seasons and the, the days of the year and so on. What about, um, I'm trying to think of something. So we kind of go along with the things, again, that evolve over time, as opposed to say, like take laws as a great example. Nobody came down and invented laws. Like, they just sort of evolved. Like we Oh, all... yeah, Charlton Heston did. <laughs> That's right. But even there, like, we came down twice and had two different sets of laws on him, right? Right, and Mel Brooks had even more. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, he dropped true. one. That's tablet. true, right. Mel Brooks dropped. In right, Charlton Heston. World. There are two different versions of the Decalogue or Ten Commandments in the same Hebrew Bible, right? There's one in, I think, Deuteronomy and one in Leviticus. But, but, yet, but yet we all know things like nobody had to tell us, oh, it's probably not good to kill people in your tribe, you know, which was the original, you know, original sort of version of, of these laws or, you know, so but, you're, so but they your did evolve So your counterexample to shorthand is that it actually is good to kill people in your tribe. That's what you're trying to institute. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying shorthand could be good. I'm just saying in general, there are many, you have to kind of say that many things in life evolve and right. you can't like force an evolution. All right, James, I just wrote you here a little shorthand message. You want to read that? It looks like TLC, BS, Infinity. <laughs> uh, no, it just says, hey, James, it's time to go. Next week, James Altucher and I have a special guest host. Brian Koppelman, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Brian Koppelman. Brian is one of the creators of the new Showtime show, Billions. We talk about what it's like to be the showrunner of a hit show. I'll be the first person to just say, that was dumb, I was wrong about that, let's change it. Also, why actual billionaires want to be involved with the show, Billions. People want their world to be represented accurately. They only feel burned if you leave them out. I want to know what goes on in the mind of a hedge fund manager when he or she's thinking about making an activist play. Are you worried that if you torpedo a stock, it's going to have ramifications for you? You know, you serve on a charity board with someone whose company you're shorting. What happens when you show up? Subscribe to Question of the Day on iTunes, and you can listen on Earwolf.com or via your favorite podcasting app. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by Nathan Rossborough with Allison Hockenberry. 